Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. What's up, Nuno? How's it going, man? Hello. Hi, Amir. I'm great. We are, we're, I'm live, we're, actually, we're live on the, the Transform Sales Podcast. I know you're in Singapore and I'm uh, here in Colombia, and it's, it's, it's probably 8 p.m. there, almost 8 a.m. Yeah. here. Yeah, here, here is actually uh, close to 9 p.m. Oh, my God. So it's 13 hours ahead. There we go. That makes sense because we we're now one hour behind East Coast time. So you're 12 hours yeah. in front of East Coast time. And in Singapore, curiously, the, the time doesn't change through 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 seasons, right? So I know I'm originally from Portugal, and and uh, there you have the the winter timing and the the the, the summer timing. Uh, yeah. Here is always the same, it never change. So sometimes that's it's the same. that's the same that's the same as it is in Colombia as well, and that's why we're usually on the East Coast time, and then we go back one hour to Bogota time, right. and then we go back. But we stay the same. We always have darkness at 6.30, which I think is fine for me because there's always also spring weather every day. So exactly. you can't have everything. Um, for those that are, that, that are tuning in on this podcast, we like to interview CEOs and leaders of outsourced sales agencies. Nuno is the CEO of Dilgo Management. And we're going to pick his brain today about mistakes that buyers make. Mm -hmm. Because our idea here is that the first thing we should talk about is the mistakes buyers make because those mistakes lead to failure to hit forecast, unhappy customers, and typically they're the same mistakes over and over again. So our, our hopes here are that people can hear the transparency, real deal talk um, and learn from it so that they can hit their, their revenue forecast. But before we get into that, it'd be great for you to tell everybody who's listening a little bit about yourself and how you got into the outsourced sales business to begin with, because it's absolutely uh, it's an extroverted warrior personality to, to do that. So Love Absolutely. And again, thank you so much, Amir, for having me here. Uh, it's definitely, definitely great for, for, um, for us to, to, to have these and chat about, about uh, yeah, outsourcing and, and especially in sales. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Portugal, but I actually been in the last 14 years in, in Singapore. Um, I came here in an internship for the Portuguese Chamber of Commerce and then obviously uh, loved the place, saw the potential of, of growing my career here and ended up staying. Uh, was always in sales and commercial roles, business development uh, in, in several organizations. Um, Autodesk is actually a, a multinational um, company. I worked for almost five years um, from the US. I worked for Ogilvy and WPP. I work a little bit doing some sales for Google in their digital marketing courses, um, doing sales for um, French boutique consulting firms uh, in very interesting uh, projects in uh, green hydrogen and and uh, uh, transformation of, of uh, um, uh, very interesting um, products and um, and then yeah through that experience obviously um, I tested many 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 formats of of uh, lead generation of sales of um, how to close deals right and uh, when I became actually a permanent resident in Singapore. Um, I didn't necessarily need any more a visa to, to actually uh, stay here. And the visas were always sponsored by, by companies. Uh, so then I decided, okay, this is a perfect time for me to open my own, my own uh, um, sales consulting agency. Uh, also by popular demand of previous, previous clients that will always um, keep asking me questions and, and help on, on some of their projects. So I opened this agency, uh, initially focused on, on, um, on lead generation, uh, focus on, on sales consulting for, for these, these type of clients. I was also doing a lot of uh, um, a lot of consulting for uh, um, for startups in uh, for NUS, the National University of Singapore, is actually one of the top fifteen in the world, um, and um, and there, yeah, I was helping um, 
in their accelerator program, uh, build startups to to uh, um, to build their sales strategy, build their go to market um, go to market strategy, etc. Was also a mentor in their masters of venture creation, so was very involved in the startup ecosystem and the challenges of obviously outsourcing not only in sales but holistically. Right. For those um, listening, I'm going to summarize this. Did you do ten thousand hours in sales? Oh yeah, uh, way more. Nuno <laughs> is an expert. He did. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you talk, and, and and all I'm thinking in my mind is is this guy has done ten thousand hours of of revenue work, and you're an expert. And and the beauty of it is that I I, I touch base with different industries, different type of clients. Um, so um, because of this agency that I had, right, where I was doing a lot of lead generation consulting and sales strategy, was super natural. Uh, that it kind of um, didn't pivot, but kind of embraced also the outsourcing space. And I was lucky enough to have obviously a, um, a three, three basically headquarters, one in Singapore, one in the Philippines and one in Portugal as well. So those mm-hmm. pools of those hubs of talent were definitely great for uh, for quality um, quality at a very uh, competitive pricing, right? Philippines, yeah. uh, especially, but also Portugal in a, in a very convenient. Portugal, time yeah, zone. Singapore. I would say yeah. Singapore and Portugal are almost opposites, right? One's like very high cost, one's very low cost. Yeah, and the Philippines as well, right? So Singapore, 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 Singapore you meet the you meet the private families, right? No, in Singapore, I I, I get the clients, right, and uh, or initially go. the clients, and then in uh, in um, now obviously a lot of my clients are in US, are in Europe, but uh, but before, um, yeah, I had a pool of talent in the Philippines, I had a pool of talent in Portugal, uh, and then clients from all over the place will will get served by them. Um, so yeah, that's uh, in a nutshell how we started. What, what I is also... your what is your nationality? I'm like your English is perfect, but are you where were you where were you born originally? Yeah, I'm originally from Portugal. I'm Portuguese. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But again, as I mentioned, 14 years in Singapore already. So kind of one third of my life, uh, not so much. Yeah. Uh, you identify now as a human and you have all yeah. of all countries. I'm the same way. Maybe so you go. speak Portuguese, you can go to Brazil and you can, you can, you can chop it up. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, my, um, my native languages are Portuguese and Spanish because my yeah. hometown is actually in the, in the border with Spain. So, so you Portuguese, yeah. Spanish and English. So you're, you're crushing it. Yeah, and then I also lived in Italy, so I know I know a little bit of Italy. I studied French. Uh, in Europe, again, those those Latin languages are quite quite uh, easy. So, to so you're understand. an international professional door opener. <laughs> no, I mean you must be. You must. I don't uh, speak... aside, from, aside from being a fun guy to work with, you're probably a fun guy to go out with. Oh yeah, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. now not so much with three kids. You don't you do go out so much, but uh, but you you select the best the best battles to we go. We have the, the uh, we have the sales yeah. agency growth summit annually in Medellin. I designed it for. For leaders to uh you know get out and and talk about yeah. growth but that's a whole different conversation so that's a, that's yeah. an impressive background I, I i expected it from uh from an outgoing energetic winner like yourself so so not surprised that you completed ten thousand hours you became an expert and then you know great choices with with uh with, with the offices it all makes sense to me uh, i hope to get you down in colombia i know that you also work a lot with colombians as well but yeah. for the purpose of the show, a lot of times people listening to the show, they're either sales agencies that are just getting to know other sales agencies and listening and comparing notes, right? Uh, oftentimes there are people that that are experts at outsourcing sales or have done it before and failed or have thought about it. And one of the big things that I like asking right off the bat is just this, what mistakes buyers make during the selection process. Now, I always kind of say that they're not mistake. I'm not looking for mistakes they make where it makes it harder for you to sell, right? I'm talking about the mistakes mm-hmm. that that affect their ability to interview the right agencies, 
select the right industries and ultimately go live with it. Any mistakes that you've seen that that are just common that you want to call out uh, during this mm -hmm. call? What, what what comes to mind in that in that arena? Yeah. So uh, what the first thing is that uh, is is a reliability issue, right? Because you potentially are dealing with a client that. Um, sometimes don't know you right and you have to make sure that that foundation of trust is established and especially if they these these buyers go through the challenges or the mistakes that that i i'll i'll, uh, I'll mention later um then the, the experience is not so great so that that kind of relationship gets jeopardized i think that in a nutshell um the selection of the candidate that will be working with with uh, with your uh, with your client is is critical right um but like also you mean the, the selection of the agency right uh, so from the buyer perspective, uh, you have to select an agency that, um, and, and it's, it's taking a step back, right? Uh, it's, it's really understanding what they need, right? If they need a dedicated resource is one, one story. If they need a, a, an agency to open doors and to do lead generation, uh, could be another story. Starting with the first one, if you want to kind of have one person that you outsource from an agency, um, you somehow need to understand what you need from the support of the agency, but also from that that individual. Is an individual that is going to do something that uh, um, that is experience of? Uh, is an individual that has a methodology that will adjust to your industries? An individual that um, that has again all the tools and all the all the um, again support that he needs to perform his job. We had a very very um, clear case of of a group of companies where one of them they had like five or six sales development reps in their in their um, in their company from our end super happy with the, with the, with the, um, uh, with the, how they performed super happy with the, with the, with the outcome KPIs being met but then they had another another company under their group where they tried to replicate the same model but it was a totally different industry. It was another, uh, a totally different way to approach sales and way to approach lead generation in that industry. So um, they all, this to say that you always have to have in mind what is the context of your industry, what are the channels that your industry use, what is the profile that you need for for uh, um, for your sales to actually be be <clears throat> be relevant. Some some companies need someone very senior. Uh, engaging with the client directly, and eventually someone just opening the doors and doing the legwork of emails and and uh, um, and calls, etc. Some others actually um, can have just a quick demo through an SDR without any problem. So understanding that that um, the real need, and obviously having an agency that challenges you to understand what's that what's that profile that you need, uh, I think that is critical. And sometimes again. Um, Companies might uh, might think that uh, they just outsource this to an agency and they will solve their problems, and they just select a random a random individual from the agency. And sometimes not like that. They need to to really put in place all the conditions for that individual to be um, performing uh, perfectly, which sometimes um, comes with an agency uh, support. Right? Well, I have clients where I actually take care of all the lead generations through their SDR. Um, through my methodologies, through my tools, while others have their own process completely streamlined and they just need the right the right person for the so, job. So let's, so, so let's unpack this. You said a lot, but I'm, yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm you, go fast like me, you go fast like me. Some of our listeners yeah. don't. Um, I want to unravel what I hear and, and correct me if I'm wrong. What you're really saying is that the biggest mistakes that buyers make in the selection process is that they really actually don't understand what they need. And that's the biggest mistake you've seen over and over again, where buyers will come to you and say, hey, we need revenue, right? Ultimately, it's related to revenue. 
but they don't really know how their product sells, why people take meetings, their buyer yeah. personas. So they really, the biggest, what I'm hearing is the biggest mistakes people will have is that they don't really have an established program and they don't really know what it takes. And then they expect an outsource agency yeah. to almost do what a consultant would do for six months and get results at the same time. And that's the most common mistake you see. Correct. And, uh, and this is something that obviously the agencies should do and do, but sometimes they just need a body, right? They just say, okay, I need to hire a salesperson uh, for this role. And that salesperson, if it comes from like, for instance, my agency, if doesn't have the right uh, methodologies in place, the right tools in place that obviously we can, we can uh, suggest and, and, and adjust. Um, but sometimes, yeah, if the agency, if the client doesn't even know uh, how, how that performance goes, uh, sometimes that gets frustrated because in their mind, by outsourcing to an agency or outsourcing yeah. to an SDR through an agency, uh, then the pro it's problem solved. And sometimes it's not exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I, I, I don't I, say I, that I'm, all I'm of them are like that. I'm following uh, you. Yeah. I'm not saying that all of them are like that. There's a lot of great companies that we work with. No, well, let's, let's, let's talk about mind, this, right? But, uh, a publicly traded company that has product market fit comes to you and says, you know, I need people to do, do this X, Y, Z, and we get Y. We've been doing this for 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. That is very different than a customer that says, I'm a cybersecurity company in the UK. We don't really have a presence yet in the United States, but we want customers in the United States. Go get, they're just not, it's the same concept. I want to hire an outsource agency but it's a yeah. different team, right? It's the same thing where you, like they say, like you can put a so-so quarterback or a football player on a, a really good team and he'll look amazing, but you put him on a crappy team with no support, he'll he'll fail, right? So 100%. I think it's a lot of the times what I'm hearing is the biggest mistake that people make is that they don't understand the current state of their outbound program. They don't understand their product market fit. They don't understand the, the life cycle, right? So that same company yeah. that has been around for 10 years that has hired a thousand SDRs They'll ask for the same thing as a company that has no SDRs, right? Yeah. And it's like, we just need meetings. And one of them is like, hey, we've we've had these phone calls. We've had these emails. We've had this. We've got XYZ where you can put a body that, that is the right trained and it can perform. But how the buyers are coming at you, they come at you the same way no matter what, right? And, and I've yeah. seen that before. And sometimes um, these companies have legacy uh, structures that sometimes need to be challenged as well, right? So I, I gave an example of another client of ours that is now obviously uh, bringing more, 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 uh, uh, more bodies from our side. But the, the first, the first um, uh, wasn't really an SDR, was a customer success manager, but was also uh, involved in sales. Uh, but basically, the first SDR that they that they got from us uh, was to be part of a team. Uh, in two months, he became team leader and the, the top performer of that team. Uh, and he cost one fourth of the rest of the team members, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he went there and revolutionized the, the methodologies and kind of um, incremented the, 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 um, their KPIs uh, to, to everybody because then he started mentoring the rest. Uh, and this from, again, this to also show that, that the, with a little bit of challenge and sometimes looking a little bit um, beyond your, your, uh, um, uh, your zip code, which now remote work allows, um, then you can have obviously a much better, a much better and holistic um, experience. And again, um, keep trying things and keep adjusting uh, how you do yeah. things accordingly. No, no, I, I'm like I, I like I like the word you use, the challenge word, right? Because if you look at like even hiring a personal trainer, right? When you hire a personal trainer, like when they 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 challenge your form or they 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 they're there, you're like this is the this is what I'm paying him for, right? I'm paying him exactly. for a person to say you know curl a bicep a little bit forward, right? 
but for some reason they hire you in the sales agency role and all of a sudden that challenge is is seen as abrasive versus as value right yeah. but like i personally want to hire someone to tell me how i'm fucking up i love that excuse my language but like i that's what i want to pay for i want to i want someone to be like oh you're you're fucking up here and this is why and here's the stats i love it but what i've noticed is that most people don't maybe 95% and I, I, I'm not sure what it is, right? Like whether it's like an ego thing where like if you tell a CRO who's been there, done that, you challenge him, you're challenging his authority, right? But hmm. it's kind of interesting because I think in the best of the best, where you find the best of the best in anything, like the Tiger Woods, LeBron James, these guys are training even after they win trophies, right? But you kind of see the fact that sometimes people get these really good jobs and they stop training and they get their paychecks exactly. and, and they stop learning. And, 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 and it's, it's like nobody's really checking them back, right? Because now it's like, oh, you've been here for 20 years. You're the CRO. It's great. But there's no like, you know, recertification training. Like, like it, there's not, there's like, and it's weird because most of these technology companies are the ones changing the game, right? Their products Absolutely. and services are the ones changing the game, but they don't change the game with how they hire and train. Exactly. And, and even, even beyond the hiring and training, right, is, is being aware of, of the channels and how saturated are certain channels and in certain, certain countries and in certain uh, industries as well, right? Um, looking back before everyone was, was, was calling people, uh, everyone was picking up the phone uh, and you could have a very quick, quick uh, um, call with, with prospects. Nowadays in Asia, at least, uh, I'm, I'm talking uh, Singapore and around, no one picks the phone. Um, 90% of the phone calls that go to your phone are scams from from uh, from um, from scammers. So uh, it's, it's scammer. very <laughs> yeah. So it's it's much much harder to reach out to someone through the phone uh, here. Uh, then LinkedIn also became a very important channel, but now it's completely saturated by agencies trying to reach out um, to to high executives that can make a, a decision. So you have to obviously understand what are the channels that will work for your industry. Uh, how to really identify quickly and very well the the, the, the right person. Uh, do a little bit of an account-based uh, um, approach to to certain to certain uh, industries, or eventually, if you are into into the scalability business, um, go with a different approach. But it's very very important that you keep trying new things, try new new channels. Um, different countries will have different dynamics. Uh, different countries will will. Uh, will have uh, um, channels that work better than others. Uh, and if you, again, to your point, if you stop trying and keep to a methodology that doesn't kind of uh, uh, evolve, uh, you probably will get, will get. Uh, well, no, no, it's really good if you're, not, if you're not competing with anybody, but in the real world, you're competing with millions of smart people looking to change their lives every moment. You have to constantly evolve and constantly change. You know, one forecast is, ne it's never, you know, business is one of those things where it's never really good enough, right? You generate 100 million, now it's, how do we generate 130 million? <laughs> how do we generate 200, right? I think the pressure of stakes go up. Yeah. Um, you know, that I don't think there's any business out there that, you know, we call them, you know, you call them a lifestyle business, right? Where it's like, okay, I get to X and I'm happy and I get to, I get to do my morning routine. And, and, and those businesses are great, right? But lifestyle businesses usually are not the ones hiring sales development reps yeah. or hiring agencies, right? So most, yeah. most companies by definition are in growth mode. They're constantly changing. They're constantly growing, right? So they're they're they have to accept the fact that if you're in growth mode, you're in experimental mode. You yeah. can't have one and, without the other. And right? and uh, uh, and one thing that you notice in the last in the last few years, right? And and for instance, one of my other companies, Mangtas, uh, the one that I have the logo behind, uh, we are also a tech company. We also do outsourcing, but more in the tech space. Uh, we do a little bit of, of sales, but that's not that's not the the, the core so far. But in the end of the day. Um, 
we, we grow by partnerships, right? And uh, if you see companies like Deal.com, for instance, which again, we are the first talent sourcing API partner of Deal.com. Uh, we just announced it a couple of days back. Um, but they grow through partnerships. They grow, for instance, through the VCs that uh, they embedded their, their, their EOR platform into their ecosystem of startups. And that's how they, they manage the growth. And sometimes, uh, depending on the industry, and I see it for my, for my, uh, my companies, going through in a partnership format where you partner with companies that are losing business because they cannot provide what you have, uh, I think is very, very uh, a very smart approach and uh, and something that is is uh, um, triggering a lot of a lot of traction for us as well, right? So we work a lot with EOR companies, um, Deal.com, Squad, On Top, uh, Atlas, etc. Um, and these people give us hundreds and hundreds of, of opportunities, um, which we will never be able to to um, to achieve by ourselves. Uh, not first because they already have the trust from the clients, they already have a brand name. Um, but secondly, because uh, if you go approach companies in in a direct way, you are competing with other million agencies, and sometimes it takes takes uh, takes more than a minute to, to reach there. Now, so now, now we're getting into the sales agency growth summit, man. You know, you, you now you're turning this into to a speech at our conference about how agencies can grow with partnerships. Absolutely, <laughs> which is awesome. We'll save that for another. We'll save that conversation for another time because it is an important Absolutely. conversation. But I I too grow with partnerships, so. I understand you and I want to pick your brain about, about some of those ways you go to market. Um, for, for those listening, talk to me about who your best fit customers are. And I know that you service software and services. I know mm -hmm. let's deal with a software platform, but let's just make pretend you live in a world where I made you choose one and you can only, you only had, you only had uh, one lifeboat and, and software and services are trying to get on that lifeboat. Which one would you pick and why? Um, Yeah, so I basically uh, have um, a lot of clients that are scale-ups, right? Uh, and especially, yeah, in a software as a service uh, industry. And um, and that's because also my, um, my uh, I'll say my supply of talent is also very versatile with, 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 that, with that, those industries, right? Uh, software as a service is what they, I mean, if you go to the... So you pick software. They, it's not. It's not a trick question, by the way, because we. I know you can do both. I'm. I'm. What I'm trying to get you pick one is just to find the, the best fit. If you had a magic wand, right, and that's. It's okay to be software. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is. But obviously, we also have a lot of consulting companies. But again, most of the clients that we have ultimately boils down to software. Those are the ones that will need uh, the type of the type of talent that that we kind of. Uh, can find easily, uh, but uh, but ultimately, yeah, um, most of our clients are software companies. Um, I'll say ninety. That's right too, right? Service clients. companies have sometimes a high LTV. They only need one or two meetings. Um, yeah, and, uh, and and software sometimes has a unique selling proposition that you can rock out real hard. So it's a tough yeah. question. That's why I asked it. Uh, for for SDRs, I think that's they, they are they're mostly fit for for. Uh, um, for software companies, usually uh, when you when you uh, are in the service industry, you'll need someone with a more experience. You need someone that sometimes needs to be on site, and we only do uh, remote as well. Uh, sometimes needs to be on site to have those, um, yeah, those relationship meetings that will, will build that report and that will build the long term the long term partnership. But for SDR that just need to open doors and just need to kind of book demos uh, initially online, um, the software companies are definitely the sweet spot. Awesome. Talk to me about region. United States uh, yeah. 
or APAC. Yeah, so we have we have uh, plenty of clients in both, uh, even in Europe, right? So uh, um, we have clients in US, we have clients in Europe, we have clients in in, in APAC. APAC uh, usually the the type of clients that we have. Um, start mostly with with lead generation. So again, we work a lot with the, in the universities and in the in the in the startup ecosystem here. So a lot of things are still based on on uh, um, lead generation. Also because um, they can get quality at a quite competitive uh, price here in the region. But when you compare the quality that you have with the, with the, um, with the, um, with the competitiveness of, of pricing uh, to Europe and to US, that's where we definitely can leverage uh, a much better, uh, much better offer. So yeah, uh, I hope I answer your question. But we have again uh, mostly for yeah, for it's staff augmentation. Really for a global agency that has a lot of experience to answer these questions, right? <laughs> but software, you know, it sounded like it sounded like it sounded like United States is the best campaign target area that's because of because yeah that's and even even if the software companies are are, are in in singapore ultimately uh, you have to deal or most of the time you have to deal yeah uh, uh, i think multiplier multipliers out of singapore i believe multipliers yeah. like with deal yeah so curiously is one of the ors that we don't we don't really uh, work yet, yet. uh yeah but uh but i'll make that uh, intro okay. Uh, no, no, I, I know, I know the, the the founders. Obviously, they are here in Singapore, and obviously, I know the the, the VCs that that sponsor them and that that invest in them. Uh, you know, Drew McCallum, we, he's a good buddy of ours. Uh, not sure. I know, I know the the founders. The the you know, the, you, know the, you know the top dogs, the top G's. Sorry, I have to check. Uh, but um, but again, they are all identified, right? And uh, we are now again one of the um, the first the first uh, uh, integrated agency with with uh, um, with deal. We are working with two hundred over positions with Squad. Uh, we are in touch with one hundred agent sales agents of of on top. So again, uh, we have our our hands somehow full for uh, for SDRs. But uh, but yeah, we I know Vancy uh, Sagar and. Um, um and amy as well uh partnership. Uh, they're, they're a good company we, we work with on top but i think we also partner with multiplier right I know, I know a lot of these guys because we also do a global marketplace for freelancers so we're in a way yeah. helping freelancers get paid too uh for anybody who, who wants to connect with you this has been awesome i appreciate having you on we're gonna have you on a few more times I'm, i definitely oh, want to pick you. your brain about partnerships and maybe talk about that with the community which is which would be great but for anybody who wants to connect with you, anybody out in Singapore, Portugal, or any of these regions, anybody who's a software company, wants to sell in the States, anyone who's like those companies you mentioned, how can they find you? Where can they reach out to you? Where can they connect with you? What's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, they can reach out to me through LinkedIn, through my email, um, and through uh, Diligo website, right? Uh, DiligoManagement.com. It's very straightforward. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm not sure if you will expose my email somewhere, but uh, but they can reach out. You, to you're listed in our marketplace, but if people can find you, they can talk to you. If they want, exactly. if they want some help with us, we can help you too. But but we're all, we're all a big network here, help people uh, not mess up outsourcing sales. Uh, this has been awesome. You, you I, I appreciate um, appreciate taking the time. I love the expertise. I love the fact that you've been there, done that, and you put in 10,000 hours of hard work to become an expert. I hope to see you soon in Medellin, um, or if not, maybe in Portugal, if I get my, get my butt out there. And uh, we'll have or Singapore. Or Singapore. Singapore, you can do you can do a you can do a trip here, and then I'll I'll um, I'll uh, I'll show you around the uh, around. I'd love to go to Singapore. Well. I heard it was really dirty in the streets, but I can handle that. I'm just <laughs> no, joking. Here, I know it's like the here, cleanest. here is quite quite. It's like the quite clean, but world. around the area, around the area, you can you can you can get messy for sure.
I'm, I'm going to drop a, a, a bubblegum wrapper and get, and get arrested. I'm worried about getting arrested in Singapore. I get afraid in these countries. I'll do something wrong and then no one will see me again. But this has been awesome. I'll, I'll let you go. Everybody, thank you for, for tuning in to the Transformer Sales Podcast with, with, with Nuno Kovas, CEO and founder of Delego Management. You know, you have a good day. I know it's uh, Friday night. So, um, you know, you, you sound like me, like you just had your morning coffee. So you're, you're <laughs> a high energy individual and uh, keep, keep on rocking out, man. Thank you so much, Amir. Appreciate your time and um, love to be here. So yeah, um, I'll keep, I'll keep uh, doing business with you through call we'll, tasks. As we'll, well keep the combos going. All right. Talk soon, man. Cheers. Take care. See you. Bye. Bye.